Hey everyone, I'm Tom Harrison. And I'm Michael Williams. And welcome to Speaking Covidly, Empowering Talk in Turbulent Times. Good to talk with you. You know, we were talking recently about how this is such a great time to find, create, or kind of reassess opportunities with our work, with our careers, with our businesses in this crisis time. So what do you think about that? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So this is kind of a continuation of our conversation that we had in our last podcast, which I hope people uh, had a chance to listen to. And what we said that we would do is to offer uh, some specific examples, maybe even some general examples of things that people are doing now while they are, in many cases, being forced to stay at home and work online. Some people have lost their jobs and they're having to uh, look for and create other opportunities. So, yeah, we said that we would share some specific examples in that area. So this, I kind of see sort of three different areas. So one is someone who has had a job. And we, we mm-hmm. kind of define job as, you know, you're working for someone else, whatever it mm-hmm. is, right? You might be a high-level professional anywhere. You might be working in a warehouse, whatever it is, you're working for someone else. And right. we have that scenario where you're either out of a job completely for the moment, or mm-hmm. you're working online, or you're just, yeah, you're just kind of hanging in there. You still have your job, but you're just waiting, hoping it'll still be there when you go back. So we have that right. scenario, and then we have folks who either they're, they were in a job, but now they're thinking, you know what? I never really liked that job anyway. <laughs> so they're reassessing, right? So it's a great time to reassess and decide, do I want to even go back to that job, you know, mm-hmm. if I even have it later, right? And then there's folks who either were already in business for themselves, but maybe, um, but maybe not doing so much online. Or they just decided to take this opportunity either because they lost their job already or they took it on themselves to launch a business right now. So there's several different realms. Do you want to start with uh, anything in particular or just kind of popcorn it? Yeah, I guess we can, <laughs> we can, we can kind of popcorn it, but we, maybe we can start with those people who are, who are working. They have jobs and they're working from home. Let's just say that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that you and I had talked about is that companies are, at least some companies, are looking for ways to reduce costs, right? Because they're in business mm-hmm. to generate a profit. And if they have shareholders and so forth, they're always looking for ways to optimize to cut costs. And it's kind of a known fact that during crisis times like these, when people need to be furloughed or laid off, that they actually will use these times to not bring certain people back, to kind of uh, scale down, scale back, to to automate, right? Uh, and so what this does is it leaves people out of jobs. Uh, sometimes companies will look for people who... Uh, they can pay less. They have less seniority, and they say, "Okay, well, let's 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 let this person go because they're going to cost us more money. Let's bring in someone 
who can possibly do the same job at a much lower rate. So companies will actually do these kinds of things. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, that's for sure. And I've, uh, I know some people who have been furloughed, right? And which essentially means they might get their job back, right? So they haven't been fired per se, but you know, for a lot of people, and then oftentimes, particularly in, like you said, times like these, a furlough is just a nice way of saying your job is going to be gone. It's just um, because the writing's kind of on the wall. And so for those, of you out there listening to this who are kind of in that place, you know, where you're, where you've been furloughed and you're kind of, your sense is, wow, I just, I just don't know. I'm not very confident that I'll get back in. Mm-hmm. This is a great time, you know, not necessarily to give up on that job, especially if you like it and or you really need it, but it's a mm-hmm. great time to kind of reassess. So a lot of it, of course, would be depending on what is that job that you had. If it's something that you simply cannot do online, Right. I mean, let's just say, for mm-hmm. example, you're in a warehouse and mm-hmm. you just you can't physically move product onto shelves online. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, right. they might be building robots to do it in the warehouse. Um, right. But so that's right, which which might be replacing you. Um, <laughs> but what? Right. That's a that's a good example of somebody who might be really stuck right now. Like, mm-hmm. what are they supposed to do? What What comes up for you, Michael, in terms of what folks like that who and there's lots of us, right, who are who have these jobs where you're not in it now. Hopefully you're getting some support from the government, but it's going to run out at some point, probably pretty soon. And you may not have a job going back. What could you do? Exactly. Well, man, this gets into so many different areas um, that we just can't cover. But, you know, so there are people who who do things like, I'm sitting and looking at a farm right now. You can't do that online, mm-hmm. right? If you're if you're a farm worker, you you got to work <laughs> on the farm, right? So you break out your robotic farming equipment, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, the thing is, and I think it's something that we've all had to do. Uh, just give me one second. I had to let my cat in. <laughs> she, <laughs> cat sitting. That's a good one. <laughs> cat sitting. <laughs> Oh, no, the cats get COVID now. I don't know if we can get it from them. <laughs> but, and I've, I've seen this because I used to work at a community college. I was a professor there. And we used to get quite a few farm workers or children of farm workers who would come in because they said, hey, yeah, we we still work on the farm. But at the same time, we want to educate ourselves. We want to equip ourselves to start doing something that doesn't require us to do manual labor. Um, Nothing wrong with manual labor. We actually had a house cleaning business, and so that's what we did to support ourselves for a while. But there there may come a time where that's not something that you want to do for the rest of your life, or you may not want your kids to do that. And so you may simply need to use this time and not just this time, but use the time to look inside and figure out what is it that maybe you've always wanted to do? What are you passionate about? What do you feel called to do? How do you feel called to help other people? And then is there a way that you can do this virtually? Um, This is just 
one this is one way for us to look at it. Uh, I know that this works. Many other people have done it. I've done it, and you can do it. You really just have to take that time to sit down and think through those things. I know that this is your area of expertise, so maybe you can speak to this as well. Yeah, no, I, I really appreciate that. In fact, I think what you're speaking to really is relevant for anyone who is out of work or working in a way different than they did two or three months ago, right? In other words, mm -hmm. working in a right. way differently now or not at all right. because of right. the COVID crisis, right? So I think it applies to all of those. And by the way, it also applies to people who, have, who haven't changed, but have the opportunity now to think about where would my purpose lead me? What is the profession my purpose would lead me to? Everything else being equal, right? Regardless of where you are, whether you're out of a job, whether you're doing your job or attempting to do the job you had online now, or you're, you know, or you've been in business online, but maybe <clears> you <throat> haven't loved it, <laughs> right? So, it, right. so it really is a great time to, to really assess that, right? Like, what is my purpose? Have I thought a lot about that? And mm -hmm. oftentimes, you know, that, you, and you and I know this, right? We both work with, with people who have really haven't put a lot of time into thinking about their purpose, right? Mm -hmm. It's amazing how rare it is, right. right? And for, and for many of us, maybe we have a, a, a purpose for the moment, right? In other words, some people might say, oh, well, my purpose now is to be this kind of person doing this kind of work, mm -hmm. but we maybe haven't thought about it at a deeper level. Mm -hmm. Right. And haven't haven't really let it lead, lead us somewhere. So I think that's yeah. really awesome. So for anybody, particularly if there's this kind of question mark on your job. Right. Mm -hmm. So in other words, if, if you're sitting at your desk now or you know, at your computer or at, at home, watching TV, whatever it is, wondering. What am I going to do next? Or mm -hmm. will I have a job or. Is that job that I have gonna gonna keep going? This is an mm -hmm. ideal time to really put some some time and energy and thought into well, what is it I would really want to do if nothing was in the way? Now I know for a lot of people, obviously, what comes to mind is I just gotta have income. Right? Mm -hmm. And so there is that kind of really important, not not always so fine line between purpose. And what is the income that's going to mm -hmm. come in? Which is often why we don't get to purpose, right? Because we're so focused right. on the income exactly. that, that, we, that we mow over the purpose every time. <laughs> you know, many of exactly. us. Right? Exactly. Right? But so now, yeah. regardless of where you are, it's a great time to really let that drop in and see how it might inform what we're doing. Now, you and I, yeah, you and I talked a little earlier about how, how our purpose kind of points us in the right direction it our purpose can help determine what we do right the why can help lead us in the right what um, lead us to the what right the why is the exactly. way to the what <laughs> exactly and it keeps us from getting distracted or at least from getting from you know, being less distracted or more distracted uh the other thing though is a lot of people are receiving unemployment. In fact, I read a story where <laughs> a business owner got the government grant or whatever, right? 
to protect paychecks. And the people that she contacted who she was employing got mad at her because they were going to make more money on unemployment and from the stimulus <laughs> checks than they would from the money that she was going to pay them. So they, they, they didn't want oh, it, but they, but they had to take it. So I'm saying that just to say that, uh, that some of you listening, if you're out of a job, but you might be getting money now that can help sustain you for a while. So once again, this is a perfect time to start thinking about that purpose and that calling um, and to really use this time because what you may discover is that, yes, even though you might need to generate some income now and you might need to do some things right now or for the next six months or the next year or so that bring in the money, right? But the time is going to pass anyway. And so as that time is passing, the six months or the year, you can be repositioning yourself, moving yourself closer and closer to doing what you're really called to do. So we're not saying that you just have to stop what you're doing and spend all the time and then just jump into what you're called. Some people will be able to do that, but other people will have to gradually reposition themselves so that uh, as they come out of this months or even a year or two, they finally find themselves in the place where they feel more fulfilled, they feel like they're being of greater service, and in many cases, you may even be earning more money than what you're earning. That's not a necessity, but in some cases, when you're doing what you love to do, what you're passionate about, you may find that you actually earn more money. Absolutely possible. <laughs> I mean, you and I know that, and we also know that that's often because it's not necessarily because, oh, now that I know my purpose, I'll get the perfect job that gives me the greatest income. It doesn't, mm -hmm. it could work that way, but not necessarily, right? right? So what it might be, what it's more likely is now, like you said earlier, it points us in the right direction. So now that I'm more clear about my purpose, and I think we're both careful to use words like being more clear, because it's kind right. of an, it's an unfolding thing, right? Now for exactly. some of us, it will become, Again, it'll become clear quickly. But here's right. the, the truth is, for anyone who's listening to this now, you're, you're either going to be someone who has a very clear sense of purpose, right? And, mm -hmm. and if that's the case, that's awesome. And it's a great time to reassess and reaffirm that purpose, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is this still true for me? And why? Mm -hmm. Right? So, mm -hmm. so it's always good to dig in and nurture it because sometimes the truth is sometimes we're actually holding on to somebody else's purpose and we're just not really realizing that. So, exactly. right. So that's one thing. So if you're, if you feel like you have a great sense of purpose, awesome, dig into it more and ask yourself, mm -hmm. yeah, is this really strong for me? And if it is, how can I use that to enhance whatever my current situation is? Cause I promise you, you can. So it's in another, uh, realm of people, sector of people would be people who on kind of on the other extreme who don't feel like they don't have a purpose or, or by the way, everybody does, right? So you, mm -hmm. so you there's mm -hmm. no such thing as somebody who doesn't, but right. let's say you feel like you haven't found it, or even if you thought you found it, but it hasn't worked out. That's mm -hmm. okay. And what's important in, in one way to help you move in the direction of your purpose, because we're saying point, 
purpose points you in the direction of where you want to go. But if you, if you feel like you're lacking purpose, how do you get to purpose? So one way to get to purpose is just to simply ask yourself, how can I make what I'm doing more meaningful? Right. And if you really kind of run up against a wall and you're, and you cannot think of any ways and you can ask other people too, right? Mm. I tell you, what do you think? How can I make my work more meaningful? And you keep running up against the wall or it's just, you know, if you keep finding that, you know what, I just really don't like what I'm doing, right? Mm. Maybe it's paying the bills, but it's just, I can't find any place where it's meaningful to me, right? Then it's a great time to just reassess that work. And even if you have to keep it for now, it's, mm -hmm. again, it's a great time to be looking at other opportunities to start setting yourself up to at least move in the direction that's more purposeful. And then once you get, the more you do that, right? It's mm -hmm. an iterative, iterative process. The more you do that, the more clear you'll get on that purpose. And then you'll be, be making decisions that are really flowing out of purpose, giving you much more clear direction. Does that make sense? Exactly, exactly, exactly. So with that said, you know, we wanted to talk about this because it lays the foundation for, you know, kind of your next steps, which is uh, if you're out there and you, you've got your own business, for example, or you're working from home, uh, what kinds of things now can you do Virtually, like what kinds of things can you pivot to start doing online? I'm going to give a couple of very specific examples. Of course, your calling and your purpose is going to help direct you to these things. But I'll just give you a specific example. So my wife works for Simplero, and she uh, helps them build their websites, their automations, and all, all of that kind of stuff, their products and services and all that. And she had someone that got stuck, I believe it was in Costa Rica, a couple that got stuck over there during this crisis. And they, I think they own their own yoga studio where they did yoga. So now they're stuck. So they're like, hey, we need to pivot. We need to get our stuff online. So, and within a few days, they got their website up, they set up a couple of courses, and they started using Zoom and I think she said they made like $2,300 in a few days. Just so what they used to do in a physical environment during yoga, they quickly were able to pivot and start teaching this and offering this online. Um, I have a, a previous client who now will be partnering with me, Dr. Vindya in India, and she's a dermatologist and she's doing it the telemedicine now, right? And so she was able to pivot to meeting with her clients online. And we can just go down the line. There are so many different businesses who were doing things physically on a physical environment, and they've now shifted to virtual. Now, like you said, Tom, earlier, is that this doesn't mean that, that you necessarily need to shift your whole business online or that you even want to but it's an opportunity to expand, to maybe become more present online, to generate more clients. And I'll let you kind of talk about that a little bit as well. But it's an opportunity for you to, to, to create different ways 
to to serve people perhaps in a virtual environment yeah absolutely and so you know you and i obviously know that there's many people who are already in an online environment so those of you um you're probably noticing you have a lot more competition <laughs> right so if you're if you're already in an online business then you're probably taking this time to step it up or hope you are right to step it up to improve your presence to do whatever you can to distinguish yourself in your work because it's certainly more competitive there's a lot more people who, who along the lines of what we've been talking about have been have been setting up businesses right online right setting up a presence mm -hmm. so that's one thing if you're someone who you have a brick and mortar and you have every intention of going back to it and you know, mm -hmm. michael and i certainly don't want to be doomsayers we we totally believe we're going to be back out there and you know we don't the last thing we want to do is be thinking we're all going to be stuck at home when we have to get rid of the brick and mortar businesses but you might not know exactly when and exactly how that's going to work so for you it might seem crazy like why would i start a business online and just put all that effort and energy in just to go back into my brick and mortar business so for you mm -hmm. however if you haven't done anything online you know there's all kinds of options online for getting local clients right mm, so exactly there's google, you know local google listings there's yelp there's all kinds of things you probably you're probably aware of yelp but there's so many things that you could be doing right now to better position yourself even if you can't make income at the moment right exactly to better position yourself you know business building right it's it's a great time for business building so that when you do go back you're going to hit the ground running and really kick butt right and so for many there might there might be sort of this period of, okay, this is going to be the time I'm building my business, really making sure it works when I get back. And there might be somewhere it's a hybrid, right? Where you might have something like the yoga is a good example of that. Now I would imagine those folks in the yoga studio, and I know, and I know some people doing yoga online now who mm -hmm. they have every intention when they're able to, to go back to their, to their physical studio because they mm -hmm. want to be with people. But now, exactly. you, you know, who knows? This might be a time where you decide, hey, you know what? I actually prefer doing yoga online. Hey, that's great. Or you can right. create a hybrid model, right? You might, it might be a bridge model where you're mm -hmm. just doing yoga or whatever it is you do, training, whatever kind of training you can think of, right? Mm -hmm. Guitar, for, you know, any kind of music lessons, speech, it runs the gamut, right? Pretty much anything exactly. you can do, you can train. But it, it could be a bridge until you can get back into your physical space, or it could be mm -hmm. a hybrid that you're building where you continue to do the online as well as the brick exactly. and mortar kind of approach, which that's pretty exciting to me. It's very exciting. This, this is a time, I think, for people to look at how you can cut the cord and, and, and free yourself as well. I know several years ago, uh, I want to say about 10 or 11 years ago, I decided that I wanted to build a business that I could work from anywhere and where I would also be doing something that I was called to do, something that I love to do, that I was passionate about doing, something that I would do even if I weren't being paid for it, and something that people really, really needed, something that would that could transform their lives. So after some research, after after looking inward, looking at my own experiences, things that I'd overcome, looking outward, looking at the market, looking at the needs, 
finding the intersection, I decided to start working with people who struggled with their speech and doing videos and courses, webinars, YouTube, and all that kind of stuff. And so now I'm able to work from anywhere. And it's been fantastic. And I feel like I'm absolutely walking in my calling. Now, when the COVID crisis hit, I saw my business take a huge dip, obviously, because people were, you know, it was kind of shocking. Some people losing their jobs, people were holding on to their income and so forth. But what I found is I decided to just focus on nurturing, on nurturing the people in my audience. Let me just nurture them during this time. And as I nurtured them, new income opportunities begin to open up. Um, and so it's just fantastic that in the period of crisis, when if you just think about, you know, what am I called to do? How can I serve people? How can I nurture people? How can I do what I'm called to do? Opportunities may arise that you didn't even know were there or may not have been there before, but they crop up because you're starting to look at things creatively. You're looking at them from a different perspective and maybe even because you're looking at them from a service perspective. Uh, so I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Tom. Yeah, no, I love a lot of what you just said. I mean, on one level, I think we can kind of equate, or at least I certainly do this, and I know you do, is equate purpose with service, right? right. So yeah. if we're living, I mean, I think it's just fair to say this is certainly the way we define purpose, that if you're mm -hmm. on purpose, that if, you, <laughs> that if you're on purpose in your life, then you're going to be of service to others, exactly. right? Right. And so one thing that's beautiful about that is, you know, whether it's coming through your business or just through your life, right? So, for example, you could be, whether you have your own business, right, in which case it's purpose-oriented, right? It's oriented to serving in a certain way. Or mm -hmm. if you're working for someone else, which, by the way, a lot of people when they're working in another company, they're not necessarily thinking, how can I be of service? I mean, hopefully you want to serve your clients, the customers of the mm -hmm. company. Right, but mm -hmm. it's, it's often lost if you say if you know what I'm saying. In other words, if you're working in a part of the company where you're not directly working with the customer and the service, mm -hmm. you may not be really thinking about purpose. But it's a great opportunity to be to ask yourself, how can I be of service regardless of my role, whether I'm exactly. a sole proprietor, you know, have my own business, or I'm working in a large company, and I and maybe before I just felt like I was just one person in this giant machine. There's right. always, you know, right, just having that mindset of service and purpose can make all the difference. So it's a great time to cultivate that. On another mm -hmm. level, from what you were saying, I love, you know, you're talking about nurturing. So that fits with that too, right? Because if we're of service, if we're serving people, another way of saying that is we're nurturing them. We're nurturing their needs, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so one thing that's uh, been very true for me is realizing in this time that and, and which also led to more income opportunities, which is realizing, wow, you know what? I, I can do better and I can do more in terms of nurturing people in my, in my world, not just on my, mm -hmm. on my list, but also people I have known, people I've worked with in the past. And, mm -hmm. and it, it can be that easy, right? It's just like, hey, I think I'll reach out to people that I've worked with you know, maybe a couple of years ago, 
or that are just kind of in my world in different ways, but I haven't actually served them directly. And so by doing that, which is, you know, something I love to do anyway, it's just like, hmm, wow, you know, I've got some time. It's, I can reach outside of my normal channels. And essentially what's happened is I'm building new opportunities to work with people that that opportunity has been there all along, right? Mm-hmm. I just wasn't tapping into it because I was busy kind of doing my thing, right? So it's a great time to kind of reassess our strategies, our systems. So, for example, for a lot of us, we might just be stuck thinking, oh, my God, I'm out of work. I don't have clients. What am I going to do? Allow yourself to be empowered by the, by the opportunity that is here. Just trust there's an opportunity and ask mm-hmm. yourself, how can I get clients? And even if I'm not going to be serving them now, whether or not I'm serving them right now in terms of a product or a service, in other words, if I'm going to be going back to a brick and mortar in a month, that's okay. You can still be nurturing them now, right? You can reach out and say, hey, you know, maybe you're a dentist, for example, and you can't quite go back and work with people and you don't want to set up an online business. You could certainly reach out to your clientele and offer a special, for example, or just reach out and say, hey, so sorry you're having to wait for me. Can't wait to see when you get back in. You know, when, you know, exactly. when this is over, you want to set, you know, maybe even set some tentative appointments out a little way. So there's always something we can do to exactly. nurture those we're here to serve. Exactly, exactly. And we can talk about that because it's just some things came up that, um, yeah, maybe we can touch on in another podcast. Just, different things that we can do to nurture those around us. Um, so many different things so as, as a business, a brick and mortar business, uh, just lots of things that you can do that are nurturing. Um, and so I would just encourage people as, as we wrap up now, cause we're at 31 minutes. Yeah. Um, I would encourage people to be empowered by the pause. Right, there's power in yeah, the pause. Absolutely. So this is a pause, and we can be empowered to change directions, to be of greater service, start our own businesses, start to do lots of things, lots of things that um, perhaps we didn't see prior to this period of pause. Um, so yeah, that's about all that I have, Tom. What, uh, uh, you have anything just one else last, that you want to share? One yeah. last thing, like you said, we could easily go on about it, but just one last thing I'll say just to kind of follow up on you said there's lots of things, which I agree. There's lots of options, lots of opportunities. Trust that. So if you feel stuck, mm-hmm. trust that there's opportunities. Let your purpose guide you there. If you don't feel like you have a purpose, let, you know, just ask yourself what can be more meaningful and let that lead you to a greater sense of purpose. How can I serve? Right? How can I serve others? Mm-hmm. And while there's lots of things, also understand that you don't need to do them all, right? Mm-hmm. So allow yourself to settle into one thing that really resonates, right? So if you feel right. stuck, open yourself up to a lot of things, a lot of options, and allow yourself to be drawn to and connect with one thing, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That you can really get some traction on and get some movement on. And then, of course, might be another thing after that. But um, the yeah, more focus yeah. we can get now, too, will be helpful. Exactly. That's that's also something that we can talk about in another podcast. The the one thing, the one thing, and getting and not feeling overwhelmed by having so many different things. That's definitely something that we want to talk about. Yeah. 
Good, man. Well, it was great uh, speaking with you again. Great connecting with you. Hope this has been helpful for folks. Look forward to talking again soon, Mike. You too, Tom. So we'll talk to you later, guys. All right. All right. Cheers. Take care. Bye.